Oh, there we go. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> this is a concert. I feel like Hello, it. Tampa. <laughs> we need like an announcement. Like <laughs> they've been out in the woods and they're back. Actually, I was just watching your Snapchats and that park looked so fucking cool. Oh my gosh, yes. I want to They have go. some really pretty parks out in Florida. But you know now because how do you know? Because I moved to Florida. <laughs> what? I know. So, oh yeah. So, we have not been recording because I've just been really making shit happen for myself, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I took a long vacation to come visit Francine earlier this year. And then drove across the country a few times and came back because I fell in love with the area and I just signed the lease on my very first apartment of my very own. That's really (laughs) exciting. Yeah. It is like, you know, people make fun of it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, like I've never had my own space. You know, I've always had to share with roommates or other people or family or whatever so it's just like huh it's nice yeah quiet feels good and it feels good because the market was freaking competitive and it was really hard to get a place like it took me way longer than I thought and like getting a job was so hard which we'll talk about in this episode (laughs) um we should talk about stuff because yeah it's just frustrating but I did it I just kept going and I did it, and yeah, so now we're a little more settled and want to talk mm-hmm. about things. Yeah, we're going to try to get back in the podcast jam. Are we going right. to do it? Who knows? <laughs> Are we going to try? I feel good about it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I feel good about it too. Yeah, I do. I feel like for both of us. Do you have any updates that you want to share? I mean, no, I I just kept thinking about (laughs) that time (laughs) in my life when um, I was nine months pregnant recording podcasts and people were like, why does Francine always sound like she's eating? (laughs) And it was like, (laughs) yo, I have heartburn and I have a stomach up to my throat. Okay. So the baby's out of me. She's a year and a half now. Wow. That yeah, and so hopefully I will not sound like I'm eating anymore. I can't guarantee it because I'm not sure, but I feel like it was because of the baby. So here I am a year and a half later just wow. you know, living my best life in Florida too. It's been wild just in general, just everything that – having kids and this time and, you know. Time really has gone by. Yeah. Losing jobs, getting jobs, changing jobs. So, you know, we here now. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and I got a puppy. <laughs> Francine was like going off about how stressed she was and like, you know, we're just like venting to each other. And then like literally next thing she's like, I think I want to get a puppy. And I was like, girl, like. <laughs> you were like, you, that sounds I like the most that you stressful thing not. to me. It's so fucking stressful to me. You know what? And then, I was going you know through what? a lot. <laughs> it's the cutest dog like I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm so glad that you got her. Yeah, she's been fun. I think, you know, I think it's just been really hard 
and just like you know, I don't know. I don't want to say it's been really hard because like a lot of people have struggles, right? Like we're all in this weird dystopian world we live in, you know. But yeah, you don't I have think to diminish I was just your like, struggles. you know what would make me feel really great right now? Like just a bundle of joyful puppy. Like I just think that's what I need. And I probably well, I don't need it. I honestly don't, but um I think it's been good for me. I've been walking, you know, taking her for walks, going outside, doing that thing and and I don't know, but I did it. And so yeah. do what brings you joy, you know? That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> but also puppies are a lot of work and it's not a game. <laughs> like I've been getting up at 3 a.m. to take this thing pee and poop, so whatever. Oh, my gosh. Should we mention that this is the anti-MLM podcast? I'm Francine. Yes. And I'm Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just like cut that back to the beginning. <laughs> no, I think it's good. It's been less than five minutes. We actually that's the law, you know, five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Uh more like pre ten. Like just get it in before the ten minute mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this episode I think we are just I mean, we do have some MLM stuff to talk about, but we really just kinda wanted to update you because it has been so long. Like I I got the Spotify wrapped thing for the podcast and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, we only put out two episodes this year. Like it really yeah. has been so long. Like, but oh my gosh, how much has changed since then? Like I was living in California with my mom. I was engaged, which I'm not engaged anymore either. Like, so, you know, like so much, so much has happened. On that note, I just wanted to, like, read something from somebody on Instagram, if that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. I don't think they know I'm doing this. But I just uh, – you know, sometimes, like, every once in a while I would log back into the Instagram and people would put some really sweet things to us. Like, there was a point, too, I think part of it was, like, uh, you know, it was hard reading reviews and stuff and, like, I think part of that was like a damper. Like this was supposed to be like our fun passion project and we were so confident in like what we were doing and like we felt good about like creating things that people enjoyed. And then there was like some really negative stuff too. And I think that was really hard to like listen to and hear and listen to the negative voices. And so I think that was like the start of stepping back was just like, you know what? Like why is this like what you know what is this about and why are people being so mean on the internet like <laughs> come on if you're gonna be mean to me why do i why do i even want to do this <laughs> i'm pregnant and i'm not eating okay i'm fine <laughs> the sound sounds like you guys are walking a mile while you guys are doing it. like please get your sound right and come back to me you know just things like that and so it was it was a rough go for there for a minute you know yeah this is like a free project we do on the side. So it's really just whatever. But um, there has been a couple of people that have like reached out and said like really nice things. And every once in a while to like log into the Instagram and be like, you know what? that That's really awesome to hear. But um, somebody just made a comment when we just segue. We released uh, an episode like a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. If you haven't listened, go listen. I got to interview Jane Marie. From the dream and from the rise and fall of LuLaRoe documentary. Which I think it was very inspiring for us to just come back on because it's like we haven't even been doing anything and like look at what we've done, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> like, like oh, wow. Was, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I I mean, 
Jane Marie is like the like oh my gosh the accolades. Do you know that she like that she did This American Life? Yes, I. That is a thing. Okay, like my favorite podcast. (laughs) I'm obsessed with. I have been a follower of This American Life for like seven years, and then I just realized, like, oh my gosh, hold on. Like, I don't know. That's wild. So, you know, that I think that was kind of inspiring. Like, holy crap. There's a person that is, like, talking to us. Not me because I was not there. But, you know, that was just, like, a sign, I think, that this was a really cool thing that we did. A little cool side project. And we should get back to it. Yep. But um, go listen to that. But anyways, um, the – the person on Instagram that had reached out to us and noticed that we had done a new episode and was like super excited and was like, I can't believe you guys are coming back or whatever. I hope whatever happened. Um, and basically I said like, you know, we're, we've been going through a lot of changes. We have plans to make some new episodes. And then she said, yes, I cannot wait. I was actually already thinking you've always been so personal in your podcast and your guys's private life must have been chaotic and eventful that the podcast had to step back. But now that you're back, I'm really happy as this means changes are settled and you're in a good place. And I was just thinking about that and how that really was what we went through. You know, it's like I thought that was such amazing, so amazing that this stranger from Germany, by the way, which is really awesome too, that someone listens to us from Germany, which is like, wow. But somebody listens to us and we gave enough of ourselves out and put enough of ourselves out there that they understood where we were coming from and then where we were in life and like accepted us and we're like, that's awesome. Like, glad to have you back, you know? And I just thought that was like, it spoke so much to like my soul and like this journey and everything, like wow, people listen and then they care. And then they also like, it's such a personal thing for us that they get us, you know? Yeah. Am I making sense or am I just mushy? No, you're making so much sense. It's so like, (laughs) it's cool to be, to have that like power of relatability, like be like, oh, I'm not alone. And like have someone really understand like, and on that level too, where it was like, oh, like we may not have even really realized that that's what we were doing you know because like we right. talked about recording again you know like we both really want to do it and like let's do it this day or next week or whatever it is and it's just like things get busy and things happen and we just like it didn't come together and it wasn't a priority there's so much else going on and um yeah so like when you sent me that message it was it was just kind of like yeah it was a really nice way to put it like oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what Even we did it, yeah. Yeah. So thank you to her. Hopefully she doesn't mind that we, like, talked about our conversation on. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that, like, if my favorite podcast – because, like, she told us that we were, like, her top podcast of the year. Yes. Like, I would be stoked if my, like, favorite podcast mentioned me. I would be like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. I won't put her name in, unless, like, you know, maybe she'll comment and be like, oh, yeah. you, I heard, you know. But, you know, yeah. it, it really meant a lot to have that conversation with a stranger from across the world, you know, that this yeah. was somebody. Because, like, I'm like that, too. I binge podcasts all the time. And, like, if – oh, my gosh, you know. Right? It's, like, hard. Yeah. It's hard to think about – I mean, like, obviously we're so famous. No, but, like <laughs> – no, but, like, it is. It's, like, it's hard to think about, like, it in a different way. It's, like, oh, gosh, like – but, yeah. But we love this. It's just, it's, like, it's cool. And we like doing it because, obviously, we're, you know, we're here. 
We like to talk. <laughs> oh, we love talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, what should we talk about first? Um, well, we kind of touched about life after LuLaRoe. Mm-hmm. But I just like I just want to like catch up with you because we've done some like I think one of our most popular episodes is actually like when you told your story, mm-hmm. which yeah. I found really interesting because we went into a lot of different um, topics about you know deep dives and all kinds of different things. If you can call yeah. deep dives, but whatever, that's another comment. <laughs> but oh, there's my puppy. Did you hear? There's that? a puppy. Join us for baby baby noises and little doggy noises. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you can hear the my baby's like in the other room, but I don't know if you can hear. She's slightly muffling, singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." She sings. (gasps) No, she sings herself to sleep at night, and it's the cutest thing. That is Um, so sweet. I love her. Yeah, it's no, it's nice because like I used to sing her to sleep, and so now she like does it herself, which is like okay, my heart. (laughs) Yeah, very cute. Anyways, um, yeah, so one of our most popular episodes was, you know, telling your story. And I think that's really interesting. I know, you know, when I – whenever I was, like, proposition, proposition to join an MLM, I wanted to know, like, other people's perspectives, like, that were actually in the company. And nobody mm-hmm. will really tell you, you know, it seems like it's a farce. So I think that was a really helpful episode. But I kind of just want to, like, touch base with where you are now Kind of like a where are you now segment Um, Um, with your life and like what, you know, part of it being since another little point, we got, we actually got to watch um, that LuLaRoe documentary together. mm -hmm. And I just wanted to kind of check in with you and see like, you know, what kind of healing, how you feel like you've been like looking back, what you feel um, and then when you see things now, like where where are you at, and what do you what do you think? Um, that's actually a really good question. I think I think one of the things that was also really hard about doing the podcast when we did it was that I was like just kind of coming out of the whole experience, you know, like I hadn't fully left it yet, and so doing all the research and still being around it, like online and in the social communities online, and like doing all the research, I was still it was still part of my every day, you know? So it was really hard. It was still kind of like consuming me, but in a different way. And so I think taking the time off kind of helped me step away and like not be as involved, you know, like not have to have it, have those triggers like in my face all the time, Mm -hmm. Um, which gave me so much more time to actually work on myself and do the things that I needed to do to get me to a place that I wanted to be. So um, I think it's easier for me to watch stuff back now, you know, like it's not as triggering, but like, I still remember like so much and like, it's so weird to watch those calls and think that like, or like, you know, the documentaries show a lot of clips of Deanne talking on home office calls. And I just think I was probably watching that like wrapped, you know what I mean? Like, my full attention oh, being like, yes, Deanne, I will do your bidding. I will work 97 <laughs> hours this week for you, whatever you say, you know, like, so, so I don't know, like, it is weird. But like, also a part of me, and we were talking about this, like, a part of me is like, huh, like, <laughs> it was kind of fun. Like, yeah, it really that bad. And like, <laughs> so 
I mean, obviously I don't want to do it again, but it's just like the thrill. Like, did it you ruin know? me like, financially? Yes. Did it ruin me emotionally? Yes. But <laughs> is it, there something I, addicting about buying clothes on Facebook? Also, yes. And the other thing I was realizing as I was watching, I think, the rise and fall of Willow was that – it, it uh, the gambling part, like buying those boxes and not knowing what was in it. And just like, it was so exciting to me, like all I wanted to do. And like, it's probably a good thing that I was really poor and like, didn't have more money because I would have blown my money. Oh yeah. On You know what I mean? Like it could, you know, not diminishing my story, but like, it could have been worse. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> You see people that have like <laughs> 20 grand or like 50 grand of inventory and it's just like, oh, man. So like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I spent all my money on it, but it wasn't, you know, a ton of money, I guess. I don't know. I'm just yeah. thinking about that. Like, good thing I didn't have more that I like totally wasted. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get love, that. I have, I don't gamble anymore because it's just like. I know myself too well, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have to say it was so fun watching that with you because it was like I felt like I had like the insider scoop because I could ask any question. Wait, so what is that? Like did they really give clothing that was wet or like did that happen to you? Or like, you know, it was it was so fun to watch a, a, a documentary about these these situations and like hear from the insider about like what actually went on which was really yeah, it's fun. so wild and like recognizing all the people you know I'm like oh yeah. those retailers <laughs> it's like I yeah. know the people it's just like it's weird because the other thing is like when you're in something like this it's like you feel like the whole world revolves around like this company that like everybody knows what LuLaRoe mm-hmm. is and everybody knows and like all that stuff. So it's just weird to be like, nobody really knows who that person is, but like in my eyes, they were like a celebrity, you know, it was like, they were that retailer who had, you know, a hundred thousand people in their group or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. That makes sense. Sorry, this dog. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What was that documentary called, by the way? The Rise. Oh, Lula Rich. Lula Rich. Okay, that's what we were wa- watching. Yeah, Lula Rich was the one that we watched together at your place. Okay. Yeah. And then The Rise and Fall 
of Lula Rowe was the one that you did the interview about. So like yep. Lula Rich. Okay. So I was kind of talking about how basically it was really interesting to, you know, watch it with an insider. And I, I know you kind of talked about it in your interview uh, with Jane Marie, but I kind of wanted to just like talk about that a little more because when we are watching that um, Lula Rich one, like you recognized so many people. Which I guess, okay, yeah, it's a company you work for, you know? So it's like, would would I recognize the CEO? But it was like celebrities, like you, like, and you knew these like stories about them. And like, it was just so interesting to me, like how, so like, I just want to know, I don't know if you really talked about it in the interview, but like, where did you, like, did they use these people for their stories? Like, how did you know about these People and why did you idolize them? Like, what was it about? Was it their lifestyle or like? Okay, so a lot of the top sellers and like big names in the company would have their own training groups on Facebook. So when you're onboarded, your sponsor adds you to like all the training groups that are like in your team. So that's like part of, I think, the, the love bombing that happens in the beginning. Um, is you get added to all these groups and all of these people like welcome you and there's welcome posts and like congratulations and comments and like, woohoo, you're part of this family now, you know? So I think it was kind of, kind of like when you're a customer, you find retailers that you like and you would like become obsessed with them and want to watch their lives. It was that way, but for retailers who did like training. So like I would hop on and watch trainings in the morning and then go live and like use their tools and implement whatever they said, you know? So like it was just retailers that either like I like their personality or they were, you know, I thought they were selling a lot and I wanted to do that too, you know? And like a lot of these people, I like met them and went to their houses in like different States. Like I did like takeovers in like Texas and stuff. And like, it's just so weird to think, you know, like seeing those people on the documentary because I lived really close to home office. So I think that was another thing. Like I was over at these retailers like homes kind of often for trainings and things like that. So like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, this is something actually that I was thinking about recently. Like one of the top like I say one of the top, I don't know, like, it's just in my head, she was very popular. But one of the mentors um, that was apparently close with Deanne, like, we would go over to her house for trainings. And I went over there multiple times. And like, she would have us bring money or like, we would have to Venmo her money for the food that she like gave us. And it's like, if you are making so much money, and like, this is like, you're so blessed because of LuLaRoe. Like you can't afford like 50 bucks to like feed us, like cut up sub sandwiches and cookies, you know, like (laughs) I was like, how embarrassing. Like, and I hadn't really thought about it like that. You know, like I had to drive an hour to this lady's house and like pay $10 and it's like, sure. I don't know. But like, it's not, it wasn't for the training. Like if she was like, you know, this is taking my time and I do this on the side to like, but like she didn't need the money. Well, who knows? Maybe she did, obviously. <laughs> like, but it's just like it was like, oh, that was really not cool. 
I don't like oh, that. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. What if you didn't so, yeah. eat? She's like, you need to give me to. Oh, I didn't have a sandwich. <laughs> like, no. oh no. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> one of the trainings that I went to at home office, like, paid for the food, and they were out. Like, I didn't get any. Like, oh they had gosh. taken. I didn't know like, you went to the home office. Oh my gosh, I went to home office, like at least a few times, and oh, like, yeah, it's just. I don't know. Like I met Deanne and Mark like multiple times, like, but it just like, it's weird at convention. Like you could tell where they were. Cause like a huge crowd would be like following them around. They're like legit, like celebrities within this, like people are obsessed. And like, I remember being so scared to like talk to Deanne and I was like standing, like waiting to talk to her. What the fuck I was gonna say or like whatever, but it's like she wasn't like welcoming or like she didn't make me feel <laughs> special or anything. I was like terrified, and then it wasn't even worth it. And then I didn't get to eat because people had taken like so much of the tacos or whatever they were serving. It was just like, wow, this is like a terrible experience. Like <laughs> I hate all of this, but I got like a cute yeah. notebook and pen, so like whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is interesting because, like, on her, on her, like, little bit, whenever you see her and she's on, like, camera, she's on, you know? She's trying to make everybody feel special and everybody, like, you know, I just, I'm so blessed to be where I am and I just, I just want to help everybody achieve what I have. Like, right. That she would, seems like, well, maybe, she, you know, she obviously doesn't care because, like, yeah, it's just really like a shitty product and making people, like, you know, go bankrupt and crap. But the the part um, in the documentaries where they show the like the deposition where they're all like getting asked questions by the lawyers for that Washington lawsuit, mm-hmm. that part was like, oh, so tough to watch because it's like they're just not answering any questions, you know, like and they're so like ostentatious about their lifestyle and like all these numbers and stories and everything. And then it's like to hear them like give like one word answers or like try and like shrug everything off. It's just like weird mm-hmm. because it's such a different person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was really wild. That was something that like really stood out to me. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Yeah, I kind of like, I think what bothered me about the situation is like, watching it and then being like a customer from you and like I followed I never sold LuLaRoe I never was part of any MLM and I think you know I'm sure people know that about me by this point but um when I was watching like I had favorite people that I watched like I love to have a couple glasses of wine and go on Facebook and like watch people's lives and like buy things and it was like this like weird like rush or like, I don't know I don't want to say addiction because it like I don't it wasn't necessarily an addiction but like I did 
like watching it on the video, I was like, oh my gosh, that was kind of fun. Like I remember that and I remember watching it like, I don't know, like looking at this, like I saw a video the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, they have records on the shirt. Like I love that. That's cute. And I'm like, what am I, what, wait, no. Like I just threw away $125 worth of leggings in my drawer that I never wore. Like I finally got rid of my last pair, which was a Little Mermaid pair. And I was like, I have never worn these. I'm not going to wear them ever in my life. And so like, I just need to get rid of them. And, and then I'm still thinking like in the video, like, Ooh, (laughs) like, (laughs) did I like this stuff? Do I, do I need that? (laughs) Like what kind of mind shift did we have to go through to love these clothing like I still remember you and I being like no we would never do it and then being like I just saw a pair that I think I might would wear yeah it was a slippery slope I remember being like oh my gosh the girl that we knew that started it we were like that is embarrassing like that's not even in style and then all of a sudden it's like you know that's kind of cute and then all of a sudden it's (laughs) like I have so many leggings. Oh my gosh, I need that. This is my unicorn. Like it like went from one like how like I don't know. Zero to like sixty like way like, too took fast. Over me. Well, and yeah. something else that's really weird is like I deleted my Facebook, but we were browsing together and like still seeing people that we knew when I was doing it that are still doing it. And I was looking on Venmo too, and I could still see people like transferring money for leggings and stuff and it's like it's just weird to think like how much has happened yeah you know like and these people are just still selling LuLaRoe you know yeah that's interesting we were that is funny too like so we while we were watching the thing we were like I like we wanted to know who was still in it because after you kind of watch it and maybe it's just because we're on the outside looking in but it's like how can people still be a part of this like are they not seeing this too? And that documentary wasn't even that negative towards them. Like, right. it was kind of n- as neutral as it could be. Like, there were some things that were kind of damning, like like the court cases and kind of things like that. And the fact that, like, a lot of the big realtors, uh, I was going to say real realtors, uh, <laughs> the sellers, a lot of the bigger ones were out, you know? But right. those people never really, like, said, like, F you, you know? They- so it's like... But it is kind of, I don't know, it's out, you know? it's There were so many problems and issues, and they're out of style. They don't seem like they're as successful. And so when we were going back through all the people that, like, we used to follow or, like, I went through all my Facebook groups, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm still in this group. And I'd look, and I'm like, oh, my God, they haven't posted since 2018. And then <laughs> i go to the next one. And it was interesting to me, like, who's in it and who's not. And the people that I thought would still be in it, like, there was these two, like, a mo- mother-daughter team. And they sold so much money. They had all these I games. Was, I was obsessed with their Thursday night leggings game. I added you to this group, or maybe you added me. I don't remember, but like we were both in this group, and I was, it was the funnest thing. I tried to recreate it in my group, and I just could not get it going. But like, yeah. hot damn. Can we talk about that game? Like, is it copyrighted by these women? Are they going to be outed? <laughs> Because no, it's so. shocking how this thing happened. Like, okay, so it's called like Baker's Dozen <laughs> or something. And what she would do is she would post. It would be like round one, 
pair one, she would like take a sticky note and write R1, like number one or something. And then if all 12 pairs of leggings or all 13 pairs of leggings from that round sold, one person would get their leggings for free. So basically like you couldn't pass, like they had to sell. Otherwise the round was over. So she would start over and do like maybe two or three rounds or something. But like, oh my gosh, the amount of people she would have commenting on each legging sold. It's just like. That was the game? Yes. I thought it was more fun than that. No, it was just like you. I thought like you weren't. But if it went on for more rounds, didn't it get better or something? Um, no, I don't think so. It was just always so like that's what we were doing. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I for some reason remember we're just it. trying to get a free throw. How many years like, ago was this? First of all, like probably three or four. No, because like, I don't. Th- it's 2021. It was 2017. Or 20- I feel like it's like ten years ago. <laughs> First of all, this was at least a decade ago. Like it was well, a long time ago. Based off the you. prints we were buying, it was like the eighties, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the seventies. I don't know. Okay, I don't remember the game being like that. I just remember it being so exciting, and it'd be like, "Hurry, t- time's gonna run out. Like you have to claim round four six. No, round oh. four six is not claimed yet. Like we, and then we try to get to as many rounds as we can. She's on thirteen rounds, and like the math on that. She did oh, like. Yeah. 13 rounds of 13 leggings at $25 a pop. And people, they'd be ugly, but it'd be like, come on, like someone needs to step up and buy these because. <laughs> right, because then the round is over. No one gets their leggings for free. So like that was the trick is that like some of them would be good, you know, but then some of them are not good. So like, but someone had to buy them. So like it would always be like, oh, oh no, that's what it was. She would choose was, yeah. somebody within the round who bought them. Yes. So if you picked up an okay, that's what it was. So if you picked up an ugly pair, there was a possibility. Maybe free. That, yeah. yeah. So like you're kind of gambling. Okay. Okay. I guess. Yeah. So you're so like you're trying really to like gambling. Like even if you didn't want them, there was a chance you weren't actually going to pay for them, and then you kept going for rounds yeah. and rounds. Okay. And rounds. So I actually have some real inside scoop right here. So when I onboarded, because it takes like. To, when I onboarded, they were still really behind. So when I signed up, or not onboarded, but when I signed up, it was like a two to three month wait. So in those, once you sign up to be a retailer, you're not allowed to win any contests or win anything for free, like from other retailers. But I won a round. Like I won a free pair of leggings on her Thursday night game. And I took them (laughs) I accepted the free leggings and they were a good pair too so I was like well I'm not even like close to being a retailer yet and I love these leggings so no one's ever gonna find out and now I'm here telling the whole world oh so you 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 should have been fired what were the what were the leggings how they were they were like movie scrolls they were like black and like brown they were actually they were going to be mm. like my movie night leggings. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I ever wore them. Like, my ex hated watching movies with me. Like, we didn't watch TV together at all. 
<laughs> so like <laughs> what, like oh so funny oh my yeah. gosh you're moving on things i love that it's hilarious it's just all part of that image you know yes oh that was a really good little detour down memory lane mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a husband and wife situation where like the husband was a uh, well, maybe I'm going to get this wrong. One of them was a teacher. I think the wife was a teacher. And I think the husband was like a stay-at-home dad or something. And so she, technically it was hers, which goes into the whole Lula bro thing, like which was in that video, which I loved like hearing about that. And like your situation, because you tried to have a Lula bro, and I don't know what all went out when, with that whole thing. We can talk about that next, because I don't think we brought that up. No. Right? I don't think so. About, I don't know if it's the subject you don't want to go on to, but um, no, that's fine. Um, but the there was a husband and wife couple, and I bought something from them, and I had asked them for a tracking number, and they were like, "Oh no, we don't do that." And I was like, mm, "Do you though?" Because like I always get tracking numbers, and I'm I'm like I'm like a Lula <laughs> shopper, okay. And so I remember texting you, being like, "Hey, I just bought leggings, and they like won't give me the tracking number." And, uh, like somehow you were in a group with them or something and they like went on and asked and you're like, oh, they're asking right now on how to do it (laughs) because they didn't know. And they really tried hard. Like their whole shtick was like, he's a stay at home dad. So like, he'll find anything you need. Like, just let him know. I still remember his name, but I'm not going to say it. Um, like he'll, he'll sit on the computer and he'll find your unicorns. And so like, that was like his thing. Like, he just, like, and, like, she was working, and then he would, like, do things and then, like, come back on, and which was kind of the same thing that they had in that documentary. So, like, interesting that, you know, that's probably another thing that, like, women idolized couples that were in it and how much money, and they wanted their significant other to be in it because you got on that train, which was, like, wild. Well, that's exactly, like – why I tried to do it. And this actually, I was talking a little bit about this um, with Jane Marie, but how like, I felt like I was, I didn't have a kid, you know, like I wasn't like, I didn't feel like I had anything special in my life. So I was like, I have a partner, like, I'm going to make him do this with me. And he was like, so like, I think about it. I'm like, the way he must have looked at me, like, I can't believe this woman is like so into this pyramid scheme. Like I just like, he never made me feel that way. But like looking back, I just think like, I can't believe like how embarrassing. <laughs> like I still can't believe he did it. Oh, he like actually went to like pop-up events with me and would like talk to like other dudes about like wearing the leggings and stuff. But basically, yeah, so I added him on my Facebook group, and we were, like, a couple group. But, like, he would never come on the lives. Like, he just, like, didn't actually want to do it. But, like, he did enough at one point to, like, maybe try and make me happy that, like, he said it was okay. I think he, like, maybe went on one time. Like, I remember. Maybe I don't. Yeah, no, he did go on, like, a couple times. But it was always, like, I very much, like not forced him but like he was very reluctant and like 
<laughs> he just was not the type of guy to ever get into anything like this. I know. I'm sh- like shook. Like I'm like, how did that? Like I thought it was so funny when it happened. That- and you were like, I- did you call him a Lula bro? I think you did. I feel like uh, you might have. Maybe I think he might have had a hard boundary <laughs> on being called a Lula bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling like you called him that, but maybe. I want to go on your old – I know your stuff's deleted, but I did find a secret profile that you didn't know because you kept creating different ones. <laughs> you had a lot, okay? I, uh, yeah. I there was like deny a it. couple of ones that I was like, oh, I think this is her too, but I have like an inconspicuous name, like a couple letters. I don't want to – but um, oh, I want to go so on and see if I can find any videos that were posted or anything. Oh, I don't know. I I, I wonder if you could, because I like scrubbed like everything, and like sometimes I'm <laughs> no, like, should I have should I have done that? Like, should I have just like deleted deleted everything? And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I would just maybe in time I could go back and watch, but I don't know. Maybe if it's out there, that's funny. I don't know. It'd be good to watch, though. We could have, like, a react. Oh, gosh. I look back at pictures, and I'm like, oh, what was I doing? Like, what was I thinking? There was some very cute model pics that we need to find. There was, like, a couple where you looked really good, though. Like, oh, yeah. Like, really happy, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you had long hair. Or, no, was it short? You had just chopped it off, right? Probably, yeah. My hair has been through, like, so many different phases. Mm, it was yeah, definitely should... shorter back then, though. Yeah, I remember you, like, cutting it off, and then you had it, like, all curly, and it was just, like, super cute. And I was blonde when I was on LuLaRoe. I had blonde phase. That was in the very beginning. Because, like, when I first started was when I was still going to see the old hairdresser that was our coworker. Whose goal in life is to make everybody blonde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, her personal mission statement. Yeah. Um, like, what do you but my blonde was not like, really <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going back to my old girl, which is, you know, I still like, I'm like, should I fly back to California when I want to get my hair cut? Because I don't know what to do about that. But, um, oh gosh, I've, it's been a while, but I finally, after two years of living here, have found somebody I liked. Oh, but I was like, yeah. in California too. Yeah, it's true. It's I've hard. had a couple like hair soulmates as far as that yeah. goes. I did. I still have my first love hair soulmate where it's like, gosh, <laughs> if I could just go back to him, everything would be better. Right. That's so hair. funny. <laughs> should we change. should we wrap it up there? Do you have anything else? Yeah. No, I think that was great. Does it feel great? It feels yeah, great. Yeah, it feels so good. We're feels back, good. baby. It feels good to be back in the saddle. Yes. I think we did amazing. I'm so, so proud yeah. of us. Hopefully, um, we will have another episode coming up here. Yeah, well, we have some old ideas that we are going to do. So I think we have some things that we could do and more stuff to talk about. Cool beans. Okay. Can't believe I just said cool beans. You really did say cool beans. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's great for Uh, you. On that note, I'll see you never. Okay. Go beans. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that in my life. Just so we're on the same page with that. I don't that's never those words. Never. I actually remember being in middle school, this girl who was popular said it all the time and I hated it 
so much and then somewhere along the line I like picked it up ironically and every now and then it like slips out so oh. you are welcome America and, <laughs> and Germany, countries Germany. and Germany <laughs> and yeah all those all the places that y'all are from <laughs> okay Alrighty. good night or goodbye <laughs> <laughs> see you next good time night.